Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Rootspace Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Today is a bit of a request podcast. It's a bit of a request podcast because on Tuesday morning, on Tuesday morning, Myrtle Beach came out with a press release or at least a uh, bit of a video on Twitter. Well, no. Graphic on Twitter, not video, a graphic on Twitter. A graphic on Twitter noting the upcoming roster moves, one of them. I've talked about Owen Casey being added. The other, Another, I've talked about Christian Franklin being added. The third name on the list was Sheldon Reed, a pitcher. And someone asked, as I tweeted the, retweeted the uh, Pelicans tweet, is something along the lines of looks rather official now or something like that. Somebody responded, who's Sheldon Reed? I thought, you know, that's really kind of a good question. It's really kind of a good question. And it goes a bit of um, the way along the lines of a popular concept around here. Players develop on their timeline, not ours. Now, most of us, if we're even remotely familiar with college baseball. You get a kid, you bring him in as a freshman. He doesn't pitch that much. You know, maybe he'll pitch, uh, start a midweek game. Yeah, have him start a midweek game against a team. This is, you know, mid-major, you know, college that, uh, top 25 school, something like that. Going to bring in a freshman, we're going to have him start a midweek game, a Tuesday or a Wednesday game against a lesser opponent and try to get two innings out of him. Try to get two innings at the start of the game out of him. But if he's wild, if he's um, just not getting out, then yeah, take him out and yeah, maybe bring him back in sometime when it's a you know, 7-1 lead or you're trailing 12-2. Bring him in. Let, let him get innings where they're available. Or maybe you bring him in that first spot and he does really well. And you just play everything by ear. If the player isn't going to cost you games, then you let him pitch. If he's going to cost you games, then you let him pitch in games that are basically already decided. Because you have, you you want to get innings out of young pitchers. You want to see them develop. You want to see them do well in games. But a lot of times the freshman year, a lot of pitchers, it's just not going to do, they're not going to do a whole lot. You know, maybe the guy gets in about 8 or 12 innings. Then as a sophomore, he's more ready to contribute. Maybe he is um, a guy that gets a lot of work midweek. Or he is a key bullpen guy on the weekends. Maybe he'll even be the secondary, tertiary closer, and he'll get some of the saves midweek or something like that. You know, maybe you're you're uh, winning a game seven to four into the eighth inning. You bring in the sophomore, let him pitch the last two innings. Maybe you get the real closer up if he has a little bit of trouble. But you you want to get the players who are eventually going to be the future. You want them to eventually get their looks. Then by his junior year. He's he's ready. He's either the Friday or the Saturday starter on the weekends. 
he's good to go. He's chipping in. He's doing it. If he happens to stick around till his senior year, he's even better then. That's generally the the way players develop in college baseball, you, especially with pitchers. You don't play much as a freshman. Somebody's better than you are. You learn from them. You, you, you do all the things. You, you, you do all the side work. You get ready for games. You get into a couple games, but you don't get into too many. Then sophomore year, you play more. And the, the workload continues and increases as you go along. That's the way it oftentimes works. Sheldon Reed went to Clemson. He attended Clemson for at least two years. I think he was with the smaller school before. Um, he played a couple of seasons as a, as generally a pitcher in summer ball, but he got in some at-bats as well. Because sometimes in the summer league games, you get a guy who is a pitcher who's also good enough to play left field, be the DH, play first base, whatever, whatever. But when it came to season time for the ACC, Sheldon Reed, for whatever reason, don't know what it was. Sheldon Reed didn't pitch much. In his two years with Clemson, he pitched a grand total of six innings, which was also his earned run average. Six innings, four earned runs allowed. He just didn't pitch much. Now, does that mean he was injured? Does that mean he was just like really kind of bad? I don't know. I didn't do that much research. Then 2020 hit, and there's only a five-round draft. And the Cubs decided, we're going to sign Sheldon Reed to a contract. Because players who were not drafted could sign a professional contract if they received no more than $20,000. Sheldon Reed, I want to be a pro pitcher. Uh, Give me the $20,000. I will sign. I will come play for the Cubs. I will come pitch for the Cubs. 2020, there was no season, no anything for him to do. 2021 arrives. He does not receive a full season assignment. Not a real huge surprise, seeing as he'd pitched six innings in the ACC for his entire career. Not a huge surprise he didn't make it to Myrtle Beach. Um, But today, he has been called up to the Myrtle Beach Pelicans. What can we expect from Sheldon Reed? My sheet's blank. My sheet is absolutely blank on Sheldon Reed. With the game being in Myrtle Beach, Sam Wiedehoft will be informing us. Here's what he's got. Here's what, here's what he brings to the table. My guess is either Tuesday or Wednesday he will come on in relief. And when he comes on in relief, I will start to learn things. What's his velocity? Is he 92, 93 guy? See, 96, 97 guys. Is, is he up near 98, 99? I, I have no idea. What's the secondary stuff? Is he the type of guy who's going to give you 15 pitches or can he give you 30? I've got nothing. I could probably go read something from back somewhere and tell you, well, this person, when the Cubs signed him in 2020, said that 
what, what bearing does that have on anything, really? The player that Sheldon Reed is, the pitcher that Sheldon Reed is now, is the pitcher who Sheldon Reed is now. What happened back then? If he was throwing 92-93 in Clemson, uh, I don't know. I can tell you this, though. In the Arizona League, he has faced 10 hitters. 10 hitters. Which indicates that he's been a bit, uh, I'm going to use the term, slow on the come as far as um, getting ready to pitch. Some players were ready to pitch right out of the gate. Some people, not so much. Some people on the Arizona League roster still haven't pitched. There's at least one guy I know of that is on the roster that has not pitched, even in a single game. And I don't know if that's a case of um, he's had one of those injury concerns. You know, it's injury concerns. You In a player, you're not going to rush him back to pitch in a game if he's not ready. Well, Sheldon Reed has pitched in, what was it, three games? About three innings. Ten batters faced, struck out five of them, one walk, one single at the Arizona League. I've said this a couple times, maybe three or four. If you're representing that you're better than the Arizona League, what's the next step? Exactly. The next step, if you're representing that you're better than the Arizona League, is to move up. Move up to low A. Low A East, as it's called. Um, who's Sheldon Reed going to mimic in the Cubs pipeline? I don't know. Is he more like an Eduarniel Nunez, or is he more like a Joe Nahas? I don't know. But I'm looking forward to him getting in and pitching because I'll get to listen to him and learn stuff. Just like when Riley Martin comes in. Well, when Riley Martin comes in, I've been forced due to circumstances to listen to some other game. So I haven't actually heard Riley Martin pitch. But when there's a player in the pipeline, and you have no information on them, none, except they pitched at Clemson for six innings, pitched to 10 batters in Arizona and struck out half of them. Sounds good to me. Does that mean he's going to plow through low A over the last three weeks? No, it doesn't mean that. But he's certainly earned a shot. He's certainly earned a look, and... Before long here, I probably better create a player sheet for Sheldon Reed because he's getting a look. If he's getting a look, he's going to get into games. And if he's getting into games, there's going to be stuff that we can learn. There's going to be stuff that we can learn. And that you can either sit back and wait for me to tell you what I've heard or read what some of the other people who are also watching and or listening to games are telling you. Or you can listen to yourself. You can listen to yourself. What's which game in the Cubs pipeline tonight? Which game in the Cubs pipeline tonight that's going to be broadcast somewhere, anywhere, will educate you the most? Which game? Looking at my clock, it says 1220. That means that in about 
four hours, the I-Cubs will have started a doubleheader. I will start there. I will start there with the I-Cubs and listen to at least the first two hours of that first game. I don't know if that's going to be Ryan Kellogg starting, or I don't know if that's going to be Matt Swarmer starting. Either one, either or. Um, listen to, take notes, jot stuff down, and learn stuff. Six o'clock, the Myrtle Beach game starts. Richard Gallardo starting. Very possible that Owen Casey or Christian Franklin may be in the lineup. Maybe not. Maybe one of them is DH. Maybe one in the outfield. Who knows? Maybe they both just arrived. They've decided, you know what? You you can wear sandals to the game today. We're going to have the other guys play the first game. Uh, you can take batting practice, take fly balls, take all that kind of stuff, do that kind of stuff, and then tomorrow we'll start you. Either or, whichever way. But uh, Myrtle Beach would be a very good starting point. Will Sheldon Reed get in? I don't know. Will Riley Martin get in? I don't know. Will Richard Gallardo be on his best behavior and getting people out fairly well? I don't know. Joy about minor league baseball, I don't know. You have to listen, and things change. The player who was shredding in May might not be shredding now, or the player who was slumping in May might be doing very well now. Jordan Wogu was absolutely brutal in May, but he's been developing the entire year. He's still in Myrtle Beach. Perhaps because they want to keep him listening to the same hitting coach the entire year because that's worked really well. But pick your game. Pick your game and listen. Don't have to say a whole lot. Just listen. Listen to what's going on. Is the Cubs affiliate pitcher strike one, strike two? Ball one, ball two. Is he having a hard time putting the hitter away and he's running up eight, nine, ten pitch at bats before finally walking the hitter or getting a fly or whatever? Or is he doing a fairly good job of putting the hitter away rather quickly? A couple nights ago, uh, a couple days ago it was, Daniel Palencia was um, getting a lot of first pitch contact, which extended him out into the fifth inning. That was really nice. Listen, learn, take notes. Take notes, understand. Sheldon Reed, I have no idea what he's going to bring to the table. Absolutely none. I could do research from when he was back in Clemson and how important those six innings were. But really, they don't matter. If he was 92, 93 then, but he's 96, 97 now, what difference does the 92, 93 make? Not, not a whole lot. Who he is now is who he's going to be being assessed on. The Cubs are going to be able to keep a certain number of players over the offseason. Is Sheldon Reed going to be one of those players? That's going to be based on not how he was in Clemson. That's incidental. Now, they brought him in for various reasons. 
and how he's doing now is what he's going to be being based on. Who's Sheldon Reed? What can you expect from him? I have no idea. I have no idea because I don't think I've ever heard him pitch a game. I'm saying I don't think I have because I might have accidentally into a Clemson game, uh, you know, what, two, three years ago, three, four years ago, whatever it would have been. I might have accidentally into a Sheldon Reed game. And then I'd be telling you an inaccuracy if I said, I've never heard Sheldon Reed pitch before. I don't think I have. Maybe I have. But uh, if you want to learn about Sheldon Reed, I'll tell you what I hear when I hear it. If you want to learn, listen. If you want to learn, watch. The listening's free. Audio streams available. The Pelicans broadcast is very listenable. And if you want to know about Sheldon Reed, my guess, sixth inning or seventh inning, Sheldon Reed will pitch tonight. Just a guess. And if it's not Sheldon Reed, it might be Riley Martin. And Riley Martin and Sheldon Reed, those are the types of names you ought to be interested in now because they are the ones that we have the least information on. Riley Martin's going to be a name in the Cubs pipeline for a while. Sheldon Reed might be. It's all going to depend upon how he does in games. So if you want to, you might want to listen. Thanks for stopping by. Have a fantastic Monday. Be safe, be nice to others. And this will be fun to pop below the person's question as far as, so what can you tell me about Sheldon Reed? I don't know if I'll help him with this last 18 minutes, but at least I'll give him something to listen to.